Welcome back to the joyous return of everyone's favorite show on the internet, Jock Talks. I'm your host, Jock Charbonneau. It's been it's been a minute, a little more than a minute actually. It's been <laughs> like four months since my last episode, which is kind of crazy. I know everyone always asks me when's it coming back, but I think uh, if you've known me for a long time, you probably knew that a break like that was coming, uh, especially like. My, some of my college friends who I, I've like mentioned before I used to do like this uh, like funny news like satire news article in college and just like with this podcast I would do that every month and uh, slowly it faded out to every other month and then <laughs> be lucky if I did one a year right so we had a bit of a hiatus I've been kind of busy kind of all over the place we're going to get into that today today's going to kind of be just a catch every everyone up episode and by everyone I mean kind of just myself right of course this uh, podcast is kind of my place to recount everything and I feel like when I sat down and was trying to think about all the stuff that I've been up to it is kind of sad that I'm missing out on all these details that I should be telling in some of these stories because I didn't tell the stories fast enough so if anything that's motivation for me to pick back up the pace with the podcasting um, be a little bit better about telling some of my stories. So I guess that's just one thing to know. But yeah, today it's just going to be, you know, what have I been up to the last four months and uh, get into some of that. Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record with my last few shows, but there there are some other shows I still, or some episodes, like some topics I still really want to do an episode on. So hopefully while we're in the middle of summer, I can find some motivation to make those episodes and uh, record some of that uh, for you guys and for myself. Um, soon here so we'll see we'll see but uh we're not going to focus on any of that anymore today today we're going to focus on Jacques as normal I guess that I don't know what I'm saying anyways I'm going to preface this episode by I turned my AC in my room off to record this just for so there's not just a constant fan blowing in the background the only thing that's like unfortunate about that is I'm about to start like dying of heat exhaustion because my room gets extremely hot so I'm sorry if I don't. Can you sound like sweaty or sound? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully I, hopefully I make it through this episode. I'm sure I will. But uh, just forewarning about that. And yeah, it, it's just starting to get pretty hot here in the Boston area. It was pretty like warm but not hot for a good like month and a half. Like honestly, gross heat, like humid heat. It was raining like twice a week like gross storms twice a week on and off through like all of may and june and now it's start starting to like finally be hot hot i think uh it's not too cloudy today but we still have gotten kind of perma cloudy vibes the entire kind of start to the summer here speaking of summer it, it's <laughs> kind of crazy that the last time I did a show. There was still snow on the ground. That's, you know, how much of a slacker I've been. But luckily, no more snow to this day. I'm hoping for, like, beach conditions here soon. I was in Minnesota last week, which we'll get into in a little bit. I was back home for kind of like the 4th of July. Not specifically for the 4th of July. It's just kind of a convenient time to be going home. And people have time off and stuff. So, But... Uh, there, there was a lot of, like, enjoyment of the sun, nice weather in Minnesota, go out on the lake a couple times to the beach in a pool, but there really hasn't been weather like that 
here in Boston, which is disappointing. So I'm hoping the weather starts to turn around. So my upcoming weekends and etc. we can go enjoy some of the beaches. That being said, I also remember seeing on the news this week that there's a bunch of beaches in the Boston area that they're telling people not to swim in because of the bacteria levels. And it's because the plumbing, like the sewer system in Boston is like really old, right? Like ancient American society. I say ancient, it was like you know, what, 300 years ago, or whatever, 200, and, well, anyways, it was designed for, like, you know, the settlers, or whatever, it wasn't designed for the million-ish, whatever, people who live in Boston today, so the problem is, you know, there's a lot more human waste nowadays than there was 150 years ago, and because of all the rain we've been having, it's flooding our sewers, and all of the, like, disgusting stuff from those is getting into the ocean which is not good it's not like terrible for like i guess the environment i think but it's obviously like not good to be swimming in like disgusting water out in the ocean so a bunch of beaches have been like giving out warnings and i don't think they actually close they're like you know swim at your own risk or whatever but obviously if the water could clean up the weather could turn nice that'd be really nice because it is july we're in the middle of summer obviously i'm a working man now it's a little different but I'd like to enjoy some summer. We we kind of had joking conversations about buying like an inflatable pool to put in uh, me and Aaron's little back patio area. I don't know that we're actually going to do that. It kind of sounds like a dumb idea. A lot of water and a lot of things that could go wrong, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe we'll get inspired in the heat of summer, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we can take it back to, like I said, I haven't done a podcast since back in March back around my birthday. I think it was right before my birthday. It's like the day before or something. Um, so I'm 24 now. That is still like, it's been almost six months. I guess it's been like four months. I just said that. It's been like four months. So around, you know, a third of a year being 24, I still accidentally say, oh, I'm 23, like all the time. Like 24 is just like not a real age to be (laughs) like I know it is but 23 for me was like oh I'm older than 22 finally like 22 was the last age of like college-ishness even though I don't know when did I turn I turned 22 after college or no was I in college yeah I was in college so 22 was still like college age type vibes so 23 is like oh I'm 23 now I'm not in college anymore I'm finally an adult now 24 I had to do that again. I had to increase the number by one. I know I'm being dramatic, but it is, my like brain doesn't go to, oh, you're 24 now. Tell them you're 24, you're 24. So I still have to get used to that, which is weird to say once again, because it's been a number of months. It's not like I just turned 24, but my birthday was fun. Uh, it was really nice. I don't remember. I didn't realize on my last episode. I can't remember how much I detailed of the party that was going to happen or if it had already happened, whatever. But uh, I just had friends over for a pregame. We had a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. It was really awesome. We ended up going out to a bar. It was a lot of fun. So definitely had a good birthday. Definitely feel very loved by my friends out here um, in celebration of me. So that was really nice. There wasn't, I'm like trying to, I have a bunch of, like, I kind of scribbled down on notes, different events and stuff that's worth talking about for the last couple months, but I don't have, like, dates next to them, which maybe I should have done, so I don't want to, like, do this stuff out of order, but, sorry, I'm, like, droning on about 
how to conduct this episode. I should have just figured that out. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess we can talk about the one thing. So I actually use Be Real for inspiration on <laughs> what has been going on in the last couple of months, just to see if there's anything I missed. Because there's obviously some bigger things that are really easy to remember, especially stuff that's happened recently. So my trip to Minnesota, Aaron's birthday party, the Taylor Swift concert, that's all stuff we're going to be talking about today. The Red Sox games. But I was like, you know what? Let me check Be Real. Let me check like my snap uh uh, save snaps, see if there's anything I did that I like completely forgot about. And one thing that I really forgot happened was I got sick with what I believe was the flu back in, I think it was late March or it was like mid March. And it's gotta be the sickest I've been since at least I got pretty sick freshman year of college too. I see, I wish I could make an episode about all the times I've been sick. Cause honestly, sick stories are kind of interesting. Like as long as you don't, include like disgusting details and stuff like that but it's like it's interesting to like hear about like who got sick when and I don't know at least that's interesting to me but anyways I was I swear I didn't actually think I was gonna die like I'm not that confused about you know just being sick or whatever but like I legitimately don't know if I've ever just been that flat sick there's been other times where I've been sick. Like I said, freshman year of college, there was a pretty bad one. I was pretty sick a couple times as a kid. Like at least I wasn't like vomiting when I was sick in March with the flu, but I was like my, my body like hurt, like it hurt to move my head, like terrible migraine, terrible, like everything. So I, I'm glad it wasn't COVID. Um, but that was straight up one of the worst events ever. Uh, to happen. I had to take work off for two days and it was a struggle the rest of the week too. I felt really guilty being out, but we made it through. I didn't die or maybe I did die and this is just a dream. Um, or I, I guess it wouldn't be a dream if I was dead. I don't know. I, I'm trying to be cheeky. And I, I, it's not successful. Okay. Anyways. So that was just kind of one random event. Um, there's other random things that have happened over the course of the last couple months that are kind of weird like that, but honestly, none I really want to get into. See, I'm second guessing everything I've done. I think we can just get into the Red Sox games. The Red Sox games is probably the most continuous eventful thing over the last couple of months. So, I think I mentioned back in my last episodes that I was applying for this thing to get tickets for every game in April. I think was the first month they did it, and so I was trying to get. A ticket package that had standing room tickets for every Red Sox home game in the month of April. And I ended up getting it. So I, I purchased it. I purchased two of them actually. I thought I didn't know if I was gonna be able to purchase two, but I did end up getting two. So I got access to like I said, every home game in April. Um a lot of them I went with other people, just you know, inviting friends. Um, like Aaron went with me. Um I guess I don't have to run down the litany list of people I got to go with me. Some games um, I couldn't get anyone to go with, so I just went by myself. So, um, But I really enjoyed it. I think in the month of April alone, I went to... I want to say I went to 10 of them. There was 15, and I think I went to 10 of the 15. So there was a couple games that were like during the day, and I had work, and there was one game I was busy or something like that. So I didn't go to all 15, but I went to 10 of them, and it was 75 bucks per like person's tickets. So I spent 150 bucks for 10 games worth of tickets, essentially. So super, super good deal. It definitely was worth it. 
And so it was so worth it. They did the same thing for the month of May and the month of June and the month of July. So I ended up getting it for the month of May and June. There was less home games in both of those months. So just naturally, I went to less games than in April. April, they had a really home game heavy schedule. So between those two months, I've only been to 15 between those two. So I've been to 25 total Red Sox games, which is kind of crazy to think about. I never thought I'd go to... You know, I always thought that if I got twin season tickets or whatever, whichever, wherever I ended up being, whichever team I get season tickets for, for baseball, I I always figured I'd get maybe a 20 game ticket package, 10, 15, 20 game ticket package for a season. But I've been to 25 games and we're halfway through the season. So I'm technically on pace to go to, if not 50, close to 50 games, right? I don't think that I'm actually going to. One reason being I didn't get the ticket package for July because I'm so busy this month. I was in Minnesota for a week. There's there's only a couple games. Uh, they only have like, I think it's eight or nine total home games in July anyway. So I was like, it's not really worth it to, to spend the money on the season, that, that July package, just to use it for like three games. So I didn't get it for July. So I'm not going to any of the games in July except for when my brother and dad are visiting me in two weeks. And so we're going to go to a game when they're in town, but I'm just going to get separate tickets. Anyways, all that to say, I've been to a lot of games. I want to get to 40. That's my goal. Because if I get over the 40 mark, then I've officially gone to half of the home games in a season or a quarter of the games total. And I went to two Minnesota Twins games when I was home in Minnesota. So I'm counting those in my total. I'm counting myself up to 27 MLB games this year. I think that's fair. I spent money on the tickets. I went and saw two professional teams play. It was in a different ballpark. So that's why, I mean, I have 25 games in Fenway Park watching the Red Sox. I have 27 total. So I'm going to go off of the total, meaning I need 13 more games, essentially between the months of August and September. And then I'm, I'm going to that one other game with my brother and dad. So I'm going to be up to 28. So I need six games in... August and six games in September. So I think I can do that as long as they offer those standing room only ticket packages again. I think it's going to be super easy to get this accomplished. Um, Maybe I sound crazy. Maybe you think I'm weird or I don't know, crazy for going to this many games. And quite frankly, I kind of am like, no, like you really have to be into it to be wanting to go to all these games. And I am, I mean, like I love baseball. I'm not like a I'm not the world's biggest Red Sox fan. I definitely would say I'm a fan now. I've been going to so many games. It's like, I can't say I'm not. It'd kind of be silly for me to be like, oh, I just go to have a little fun, right? No, I definitely go because I enjoy watching them play. I root for them. It's a fun atmosphere, Fenway Park. Uh, it's. I feel like I'm justified in giving an official review of Fenway Park at this point. I think that's fair to say. It, it, it's a it's a lot of fun. All the games are really fun, whether I go with someone or by myself. I think I, if I had to guess, I've gone to 25 games. I would assume I've been to probably 18, 17 or 18 with people and probably to eight or nine by myself. Um, I like to, you know, I have a lot of fun by myself too, you know, just get a drink. And a lot of times when I'm there by myself, I'll, I'll spend time watching the game. I'll spend time watching the twins as well. Um, if they're playing at the same time, I'll like pull it up on my phone or I like to sports bet like casually. So I'll kind of like watch the line odds of like at bats while the game is going on. I, I usually don't actually make bets on the game, but I find it really interesting to see what the odds makers are changing the lines to like inning to inning while I'm at the game. Um, and so like when I'm at a game with someone, I'm not going to be sitting there on my phone watching 
betting lines change. But it, that's something that I, I find really interesting. So it's cool to do that when I go to the games by myself. And also, I, I like to just walk around and watch different innings from different parts of the ballpark just to kind of get a, a bigger picture of, uh, you know, I don't know, the atmosphere of the ballpark in any given night. And it, it gets me active instead of just sitting there alone for two hours and a half, right? So I can't really do that kind of stuff when I go with people. I do love going with friends. I've gotten to go with most of my friends out here to at least one game this summer. A couple people have gone with me to a a few, like more than one game. So shout out, Um, shout out to them. I'm not going to run down the litany, but uh, is that like grammatically correct? Run down the litany? I don't even know. That might not even be a word. I'm just making things up. But no, yeah, so Fenway Park, I said I was kind of going to review it. So I, I love it there. Um, definitely, I mean, I've been to that park more than every other park I've ever been to. I've been to Target Field probably 10 times now in my life, though. That that ballpark opened like 10 years ago. So, But but no, Fenway Park, I mean, it's the oldest ballpark. It's You can tell it's old, but not in like a bad way. It's just like obviously the seats are wooden or whatever, and uh, it's kind of got an old old-timey charm built in the middle of the city right squeezed in everything but but that that's charm is like i think what people really like about the stadium it's really inviting it's really it's like meant for a metropolitan area it's meant for people to come and enjoy a game at it's not it feels less industrialized it feels less commercialized i guess obviously there's ads everywhere and etc that's how every stadium is but it does feel more like part of i think the neighborhood than a big ballpark like target field or like some of the other ones that are kind of out in the middle of nowhere and we've you, you make a big grandiose display of everything which are also cool don't get me wrong but fenway park does really just have that uh, that that cool vibe about it. that's why there's a lot of people who like it so much but yeah so atmosphere cool um i'm trying to think of the food honestly subpar the food is not that good at Fenway Park if I have to be honest uh it's not the worst ballpark food ever I'm sure but there really just isn't anything special like they have hot dogs and I don't even know if they have brats or just like large like sausages or whatever and they have burgers uh and pretzels and like a slice of honestly the pizza is crappy the pizza is just objectively bad for especially like eight dollars a slice it's not good there's pizza right outside the stadium that tastes way better also, really expensive. Honestly, those slices of pizza are like nine bucks. It's, it's literally highway robbery. But anyways, the food, just like subpar. Like, just being completely honest, is not that good. Especially, I think that what sells it for me as being the worst is their ketchup is this, like, vegan main ketchup. I, I think most ketchup is probably, like, I don't want to say vegan in general, but, like, it's labeled as, like, oh, we're very farm-friendly, fresh, whatever, whatever ketchup. Like this, it's like a Maine or Massachusetts based company, but anyways, it tastes like crap. It's like way more pasty than Heinz's in my opinion. And, um, I just like, I can't put it on my hot dog. And so not only is my hot dog kind of a sub par hot dog, I can't, there's no Heinz ketchup to, you know, sweeten the deal for me. And I'm not a relish guy, but they don't even have relish. It's just ketchup and mustard no other sauces like anywhere in the stadium so if you like your sauces which I, I really don't even like sauces you're out of luck or condiments whatever and um there's like no signature food or meals or anything like that like i was just at target field i got a hamburger helmet okay it came with a hamburger and like 
two, two months worth of fries in this helmet, souvenir helmet. You know, I can get a hamburger uh, box at Fenway Park, but the hamburger's less good, and I get less fries, and it's like the same price. So I don't know. That's just that's my take. I think the food isn't that great, but you know, it is what it is. The the views. Now we we can move be, beyond the food here. The views in the stadium they're most of mostly pretty good. I do, I'm up in the standing room a lot of the time, and honestly, the only thing you kind of miss in standing room or up in the upper parts of the, I don't think it's called the grandstand, like the inner bowl, like first baseline to third baseline, if you're in the upper parts of that, you can't really see pop flies or home runs until they reach actually out of the ballpark and stuff like that, so that is kind of a bummer as there's so much overhang, but otherwise, there, there really isn't a bad view in the entire stadium. It's a really... I mean, really well engineered way back in the day. I think the outfield is very nice for watching the game if you're okay with watching from an outfield perspective, especially up on the Green Monster. I got to go to a game on the Green Monster this year. It was really, really awesome being up high and seeing everything from that angle, but also being like relatively close in the outfield. If you don't know what the Green Monster is, you should probably just look it up. I can't really describe it. It's just a giant green wall on the outfield of Fenway Park. The... uh, the workers there, are honestly, for the most part, I've had really good experiences. Um, they're like the same people at every booth, every game. Like, that is definitely not how it is at Target Field, at least my experience. Because I'm pretty sure Target Field gets a lot of, like, volunteer works to run the food stands. There's a lot more food stands in Target Field than there is Fenway Park, for the record. I think that's part of what hurts Fenway, is there's really only a couple places to get food. And then the, it's like the same food at all of them. Like, it's just, anyways, I, I won't digress about the food any longer. But the workers at Fenway Park are like the workers. Like, they're there, every game, the same people. And so it's kind of nice seeing the same face. This Like, they're all really joyful, or like most of them. I can't speak for all of them, right? But um, I kind of wish I was more, I don't even know what I would have to be more of. But it'd be nice to kind of be like on a knit not even a name basis, but like, I recognize them. They see so many people. I I know they definitely don't like recognize me, but it'd kind of be nice if it was like, Hey, like, how's, how's it going? I don't know. I I think I would like to say that to them, but I feel weird like doing that. I don't know that that's what they would like to have happen. That's why I don't initiate that kind of stuff. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but they're all really awesome. Especially this this one dude gave me a free piece of pizza once. Cause I was like, you know what? I just kind of want a piece of pizza, even though it kind of sucks. And it was even more sucky than normal. And he, the, the guy who like checks you out at this one food stand, it's the same guy every time he was like, yo, that piece of pizza is too small. You can just take it. I was like, bet dude. So he was, he was a homie with that one. What else? Infant? There's really awesome, like traditions. Like they do the same thing every game during the same middle of each inning. So there's always like a salute to heroes. There's They always bring like a military guy out and Justin Turner always goes out, shakes his hand, give him a ball. We stand up, take our hats off and applaud. There's always Sweet Caroline in the eighth inning. There's always the seventh inning stretch. Obviously they do that at every ballpark. But um, what else? They, they, they usually always do the dance cam, the new balance, like dance off. Now I'm blanking on stuff. But they also like have the same songs that they use for every scenario in the game like all the strikeouts always have the same this little like whistle thing they do and i just feel like that's not as common in other ballparks to my knowledge but but also i haven't really been to i've only been to like six total ballparks and i think i don't go to the other ones like target field is the other one i've gone to i've seen more than once but i don't go to those games frequently enough to actually recognize some of that stuff that probably does happen and i don't realize it but all that to say there's really really fun traditions and i like the kind of 
you know what to expect, but it's like good. It's fun. Like, oh, I want to be here for this and this and this. I can't miss this. Like outside of the game itself. So that's definitely really enjoyable. And um, what else? I'm droning on about Fenway Park. A bunch of people who listen to the show probably don't even care. But um, 25 games is a lot, but they've all been really fun. I've left a couple of them early because of weather and stuff. But otherwise, yeah, there's. I think one of my favorite stories from my time at these games is one of the games, one of the first games I went to, I was in the bathroom. And I was wearing, like, my red Nike Dunks. And this dude goes, hey, nice shoes. I'm like, oh, thanks. Um, and we, like, I don't know, chit-chatted for a little bit. He had, like, nice shoes. I was like, I like yours too, whatever. Anyways, later that day, it was, like, a day game. So, at, like, night, I'm on my phone, like, scrolling through TikTok. And the dude who complimented me on my shoes was, had a TikTok from the game where he was doing the, like, he was doing, like, nine hot dogs and nine beers and nine innings challenge, which is crazy. But this dude is, like, his TikTok account is, like, he, like, eats food and reviews. He's, like, a food reviewer or whatever, food critic. So, like, I think he's just, like, he's not, like, a competitive eater, but, like, I I couldn't do nine hot dogs and nine beers and nine innings, right? Or, I like, maybe I'd try, but I don't think I could do it. Anyways, so... I was like, that's the guy who complimented me on my shoes. And so I follow him. And he's like a Boston guy, and he reviews Boston places to eat. And half the time I see his reviews, I'm like, oh, I got to go there. And I haven't gone to any of them yet, but I need to. Mostly because I like I trust his opinion because he had a good p- opinion on my shoes. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's been a good time at Fenway. Hopefully I can get out to like 13 more games and... uh accomplish my goal i don't know if i'll do this again like next season like it's kind of been a lot it's been a lot of fun but will i go to 40 games every year from here on out i don't know we'll see get back to me on that so um but for now i'm the i'm the baseball guy i guess but yeah so that's kind of been that that like started in april but has been ongoing but uh that was like an april thing more or less like largely april thing did kickball start in April? The kickball league kick brought back up. I know, you know, if you're an avid listener of the show, you're familiar with me being in two different kickball leagues. You'll remember we won the silver medal in our previous season. We came back for blood this season. We came back to get the gold. Unfortunately, we were stopped short of our goals. Uh, quite frankly, we should have gone for how they did the league this year is you were either in like the upper bracket or the, or like the upper teams or the lower teams, the upper teams went for gold. The lower teams went for silver. And honestly, we are a good team. Like can't take that away from us. We are good. Like everyone on our team, like knows what they got to do. I think, you know, we're still, we're not professional kickball players, right? We all make mistakes and it's, it's tough and stuff, but some of the teams we play are like actual like sweats at kickball. They really try really hard. So at the end of the day, I think we probably do fit more in the lower bracket of people because at the end of the day it is casual fun for us like me and my friends and we don't take it i think as seriously i i don't even know why i'm saying that because we do take it seriously but it's like it's just a matter of i don't know wouldn't you want to go in i know we can win in the lower league or in the silver division or whatever so that's not how they split it up the previous years we did it but that's how they did it this time but anyways aaron was the captain of the team this year and he put us into the gold league the upper league. So we had to play against the best of the best. Uh, we did pretty good. Uh, we lost in the semifinals this year. It was a score of four to two. It was a winnable game. Um, a couple of mistakes across the board just cost us at the end. So it was it was still a really fun game. We had I don't even want to really get into the <laughs> events of the season, but there there was one game this year where the umpire got into like a screaming match. Where there's this one umpire who's there like every week. He's kind of an older gentleman, but he. He and the, some guy on an enemy, 
I say enemy team. A guy on a team we were playing, they like started yelling at each other over a call and it like got so bad that we had to like call the game off at the end of the game. Like we didn't even get to finish the game because the the ump like stormed off. It was like not good, but um, otherwise no real problems with the games this year. We had a couple um, couple close losses that were kind of frustrating. A couple good wins. Uh, there was a one game we got absolutely destroyed and they, I'm pretty sure, are the ones who won the whole league. So... Um, but overall, really fun season. I love, you know, having something to do every week with my friends that's active. So always definitely a plus. Uh, I hope we do it again. Last year, we did two leagues. It was one in like around April, May time frame. And then again, in like the August time frame, I think. So hopefully we do another season. I'd like to. Um, so if any of my teammates are listening, I hope you're also game. But yeah, that was, I think that was around April, might've been May. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't write these dates down. It's all kind of a blur. You know, I just show up to work and then do stuff after work, right? It's <laughs> not really time frame other than events like birthdays and stuff anymore. But, um, but yeah, I guess th- there's just random other stuff that's happened over the course of the last few months. I, I want to get into the Taylor Swift concert, but that's going to be kind of a long conversation, just like the Fenway Park one was. So I'll probably just go over a couple of these other things briefly. So there's other random stuff that's happened. Like I I like crashed a bachelorette party a couple months ago. That was a really fun night because Aaron's, it was like Aaron's friend, but it was his friend that he met at another wedding earlier this summer. They were in a bachelorette party out here, and they're like, "Oh, just invite everyone." So I, I didn't really crash it. Like I was, sort of invited. Like not literally. Hey, invite Jacques. He has to come. But you know, hey, hey, if you know people, like tell them they should roll through. So I rolled through. Right. That was a really fun night. We went to a couple bars. Um, I, this was my first time ever really going out in Southie. I've been here for like almost two years. So this was my, I think I've been around Southie, but I, I don't think I'd ever been to a bar over there, but finally made it out there. That was kind of a fun time. My friends threw like a party that was, uh, it was like Harry Potter, Narnia. I don't want to say like the actual theme name. It was kind of a funny theme name. Maybe I should, well, I'll skip it, but so everyone was dressed up like kind of like Harry Potter vibes. It was, it was like a kind of a good, it, my, my friends like to throw themes part theme parties like that and it's always kind of like a fun flashback to like being a kid and uh um i don't know but that being said you know we're drinking alcohol and the outfits are more adult uh inspired so but that was a good night that was a good night um aaron's birthday party was recently that was not a couple months ago like those other two events um he threw a murder mystery party where he wrote the whole script for this whole like, I don't know if you guys know, you guys, as in, like, I'm pretty sure most of the people who listen to this were at this freaking party, but it essentially is, like, he writes tasks for everyone to do, and everyone has, like, a backstory, and so we all, everyone at the party, like, assumes that character, and you have to essentially talk to the everyone else who are also playing their characters, and essentially be the first person to figure out who the murderer is, and the murderer is, like, throughout the night will kill people, and uh, there's, like, more complexity to it that's kind of, like, very basically what it is but Aaron wrote the whole thing he gave everyone tasks they had to accomplish uh we we did a thing at the beginning to like figure out who the murderer was so it was random so it kind of like played out um by chance like everything that happened that night right so it was a lot of fun um we all dressed up like kind of 1920s-esque vibes I just wore like a vest uh, I, I like technically wore a suit, but it was really hot that night. So I didn't wear the jacket, but, but it, it was really fun. A couple of the girls wore like dresses. Uh, and then 
once the game kind of ended, we just partied and had a good rest of the night. Um, so shout out Aaron. Happy birthday. He's also 24 now. But that was a really fun night as well. And I think there were some people who couldn't go who wanted to do a murder mystery. And like, obviously, that was a resounding success. So I think we're going to do another one, probably not like immediately soon. But I personally have some ideas for what I want the next one to be. So I kind of told Aaron that I want to be in charge of like, pretty much being the one to write the next one, especially because I also feel like Aaron is like really good and really enjoys playing games like that. I know he does. So I like want him to get to play because he didn't really get to play on his birthday, but that was like, he also likes being kind of like the game master and stuff too. So like, I don't think he had a problem. I'm kind of speaking for him now, but, but I kind of like, I want him to get to enjoy like playing the game. And I like also being like kind of a game master type person. I don't do it as good as Aaron and stuff. So that's why he's always kind of the person who does it when we play like games like that, like more uh, involved games. But I, I, I don't know. I'd like to take a stab at it. So we'll see everyone out there. If you want to be included uh, and you live out here, you probably are, were at the first one. So, <laughs> but anyways, I don't know. Do I have listeners? Let's get into this conversation. Do I have random listeners? Does anyone like I met briefly? I, I think I used to have the link to this podcast on my Instagram and I took it away because I hadn't posted in forever. So I don't want someone to pull up and be like, what the heck is this? Bro hasn't posted in four months. So maybe I'll put the link back out. But all that to say is, does anyone like, you know, you meet people at like, I meet people at bars or whatever. And I'll just be like, oh, like, let me add you on Insta. Is there anyone out here who listens, who doesn't actually really know me? I'm curious. I know my first, I have a couple random episodes who a lot of people listen to like internet. I don't want to say internationally, but like, you know, variously, because I've done episodes with friends who tell their other friends to listen to and stuff. So I know, like, I say internationally, because Julius is like from France. So I know, I know there's some people (laughs) that he knows internationally that listen to the episode and stuff. So I I know people have heard my voice. I don't think I have like, continuous listeners who aren't really jamming with me, I guess, especially because like, we're at like the 30 minute mark or whatever of this episode, like no way any random person's sitting down. Oh, let me listen to <laughs> this entire recap. They listen to the first two minutes and they're like, oh, this kid's got a weird voice or they like it. And then they're like, oh, cool. He does that. And that's it. Right. Only the dedicated listeners get this far. I gotta like do a giveaway for someone who actually sits and listens to my show. I should do a giveaway sometime. I'm like actually sweating buckets right now. It's insane. My room gets so hot. I'm doing this for the vibe though. If I turn my fan on, it's going to be like a wind turbine engine. Maybe I should turn on. Let's let's have a little fun about it. I'm going to turn this on. You tell me how it sounds, okay? Okay, I turned it on. Let's see. It needs to like kick in. Let's see how loud it is. I, I kind of want to see like how it shows up here. It's warming up. Can you hear that? It like really kicked up now. This is like only on Jock Talks do we turn the fan on and listen to it just so he can make a point. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn this back off now. Because more than anything, maybe it doesn't even show up and this is how I find out. But uh, it does annoy me more than anything while I'm talking to just have a constant humming in the background. I do need it on like when I sleep though. I can't sleep in silence. But I, rec- I need to record in silence. Fun fact. I think that's normal though. Anyways, I digress. That's all kind of like the partying I've done. Not like I'm a, oh, I'm going crazy partying, but those are all like kind of the notable uh, party events, I think, in the last couple months. I got a flat tire recently. Uh, That was nice. It was a nice nail in my tire. We love that. Um, It's the first time I've ever gotten a nail in my tire. I've gotten a flat tire otherwise twice, but 
yeah, it was a nice, nice discovery and a nice $400 I had to pay to get a new tire because my tires are weird like that. And they tried to get me to pay like 600 to just replace the whole set and then make it cheaper the next time something like that happens. But I was like, I don't want to pay 600 bucks. And I'm just going to take the risk that I don't get another nail on my tire. Knock on wood. I really don't want that to happen. But what else? I recently, uh, something I went to in the last couple of months is I went to a sports card show out here in Boston. It was actually at Fenway Park. Funny enough, I kind of live there. Um, <laughs> actually went to a Notre Dame baseball game at Fenway Park too. I was like, how many times can I find an excuse to come here? Because quite frankly, it's too often. Anyways, I went to the sports card show and I'm like, I collect baseball cards. It's like something I do, but it's very passive. Like I buy boxes. I like to collect sets. I'm not like a big sports card guy. Like I buy a bunch, I sell yada, 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 right? There's a lot of people who are really interested in that hobby. And for me, it's more of like a casual thing. I kind of do more like nostalgically because I like to as a kid. So, you know. I've continued liking to do that as an adult. Anyways, while I was at this card show, I noticed that a bunch of people have Ian Book cards because Ian Book was a rookie. So like people buy and sell rookie cards a lot. And so when he was a rookie, a lot of people just kept, you know, held on to his cards because he was a rookie. That's what you do, like I said. And now that he's more or less, I don't want to say he's a bust, but he's definitely not you know, he's not a starting caliber NFL player. He probably never will be. He's just kind of there, right? So he's good enough to still be in the NFL, but he's not good enough to be a star. So essentially his cards are not worth a whole ton. And I always kind of knew that, but I never really realized how, you know, people are just trying to get rid of these cards at this point for whatever they're willing to get back. And I realized that I've always been interested in like collecting a set of cards of like one player. So there's these things in, in, like car, like football cards, baseball cards, whatever that are called parallels. And so essentially what it is, is it's the same card just printed on a different color stock. So there's like the base card, which is just, it looks like a normal card, but then there's the pink parallel. There's the blue parallel. There's the purple parallel. There's the green parallel. So essentially there's just the same card, but in a bunch of different colors. And so some of them have like special foil on it to make it look like cracked ice is what it's called. And there's another one that's what are it's called disco prism and it's just a bunch of little like bubbles on it it's like kind of hard to describe but anyways there's this one set called panini prism that is like my favorite football cards i think they look really really nice or they're they're my favorite cards that aren't like there's obviously cooler looking cards but those are the ones that are like wildly expensive right i think these are the cool semi-budget cards anyways i noticed at this card show that people have these ebook prism cards and they're selling them for like less than 10 bucks each. I was like, wait, for those of you who don't know, I've been throwing the name Ian Book around. I just realized this. Ian Book was the quarterback at Notre Dame when I went to school there. So he doesn't really mean anything to the NFL or casual sports watchers or whatever. But to me, he was like my quarterback in college for four years. And I met him a couple of times. Like when I say met, I didn't like sit down and have dinner with him or anything, but I met him. I shook his hand a couple of times. We, I like had casual passing talk with him i didn't like i said there was no like conversation i didn't sit down and have dinner with him but he actually personally thanked me once uh for being in the band um so shout out (laughs) but anyways all that to say i'm a fan of his and so i'm interested if i can get these cards for cheap i'd like to do what collectors call is collecting the rainbow of a set which means you get one of each of all of these cards and so the interesting thing is is I kind of made it sound simpler than it is because, you know, there's 
In total, there's like 30-some parallels in total, right? And so to collect the rainbow, you need to get all, let's just say there's 30 of them. You need to get all 30 of them. The trouble is about 15 of those 30, actually, I think it's got to be more than 30 because I think I have like 27 of them and I'm still missing like 15. So I think there's there's like 40 of them. Let's say there's 40. Of those 40, about 15 to 20 of them are, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of reds, right? There's a bunch of greens. You can, those are a dime a dozen. I probably got it for $2 on eBay, right? Ultimately. Um, but as you go along, a lot of these cards become numbered. So one of the parallels, there's only f- 150 copies of it. One of the parallels, there's only 100 copies of it. One of the parallels, there's only 75 copies of it. So you can see that some of them, we get down to it, and there's one of the parallels, there's only one copy of that card. It's a one of one. So there's one of the cards that there's only five of them. There's one of the cards that's only 10. And so a lot of them are pretty rare. So it is hard to collect the whole rainbow. And that's why I have not done it yet. Um, Especially because I kind of have to wait for someone to pull one out of a pack of cards and then put it up for sale. So part of it is luck. Um, All that to say, since then, I like I've gone on this like five, 10 minute tirade about Ian Book football cards. But I want to do it. It's been kind of my thing recently is I check eBay every day for new listings of Ian Book parallel cards that I don't have. And like I said, I kind of like briefly mentioned this just a couple seconds ago, is I already have 27 of them. I've been collecting pretty aggressively and I'm only missing, I think like 10 to 15 of them. Let me, I can actually pull it up. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I have 16 that I'm missing. Two of them Two of those 16, I know I'm winning a bid on in eBay right now. So things are looking good. I uh, There's a couple of them listed on eBay that I could get. But the problem is a couple of them are listed. Like one of them is listed for like $400. And I'm just not willing to pay $400 for a card I know is not worth $400. So we're holding out hope that no one else will buy it. And the seller will eventually list it for cheaper. Um we'll see let me actually pull let's pull up ebay right now let's see if there's any any listed that i don't have uh that are new listed i haven't looked in a day um no does not look like that's the case okay well anyways so yeah i'm collecting ian book parallel cards for the set panini prism so if you out there own any any low number ones pretty much of those like 16 they're all like less than 50 copies of them available so, like, there's, like, two of them that are out of five. There's, I don't have the one of one. Um, there's one of them that's out of eight I don't have. And then there's a couple of them that are unnumbered that are really low in print as well. So, I don't know. Anyways, that's, uh, that's that. I think that's kind of the big updates recently. Uh, let's get into Taylor Swift, maybe. I'm sorry to make all the, the Swifties out there wait for my recounting of this uh this amazing concert but yes i went to taylor swift at gillette um it first before i say anything it was an amazing concert my voice was pretty fried after the end of it it's a lot of singing along with taylor sing along with everyone else sing along with my my friend cheyenne who went to the show with me she was like i know she loved it too we both had like withdrawals from going to it it's like I want to go again. Like, that's how good it was. I know I'm not going to be able to, but it it was so, so good. Amazing time. So whatever minor little grumpy detail I can say, 
that I will like discuss like that is overshadowed by how amazing everything about the show was. Um, so if any, if you guys have been lucky enough to go to the show, I know she's already performed in Minnesota and obviously Massachusetts now, which I think is where the bulk of the people I've who listen to the show are, if any of you got the chance to go, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you are going to the show, it's going to be crazy. I'm sure you already know that. So anyways, uh, I, my show was on Sunday, but I actually went to Gillette Stadium on Thursday. That's where she performed out here and technically like in Massachusetts, but it's like, it's the Patriot Stadium, right? So it's New England, whatever. It's in Foxborough, Massachusetts. It's not in Boston. But her merch tent opens on Thursday. I really wanted the blue crew neck. And so I got, there's like TikToks and I knew someone who was going out there. So they told me that they had mad stocks of the blue crew neck. So I said, you know what? Screw it. And I, I like le- after work, I left, I drove all the way out to Gillette and I, I luckily got my hands on the coveted blue crew neck, which is like the big merch. There's like two big merch items that everyone wanted. It was the blue crew neck and the gray quarter zip because they were like the only items she didn't sell on her online store. And the problem is they were like the coolest things because they weren't kind of ugly. In my opinion, a lot of that, a lot of the merch was kind of ugly just because it was like her face was like so stamped on it. It was just like, I, I don't really like loud concert merch. Like this was from this artist's concert and I went like, I like, it can have the artist's name on it. It, say, it can even have a face, whatever a design, but it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to scream concert in my opinion. So the blue crew neck doesn't, it really just has like Taylor Swift Eras tour and like the dates on the back. And it's a, it's a fun, like vintagey looking crew neck. Anyways, I wanted it so much. I went out on Thursday. We got the crew neck and I got Dairy Queen on the way home. So it was like a win, win, win that day. Um, but then it was the long wait until Sunday. And Sunday was supposed to be her, th- or it was, it was her 13th performance in Gillette Stadium. And Gillette Stadium, I'm not even going to go into the details of it. We don't need to rehash all this. Gillette Stadium's big for her. It was like the first stadium she ever sold out or whatever. And 13 is a big number for her. So like her 13th Gillette show, like this is going to be crazy. The surprise songs are going to be insane. Um, and it's insane. Look, once again, I can't take away amazing show. It was crazy. But like, quite frankly, there was no surprises for us. There was nothing special. Um, I mean, it was special enough of it being a show, I guess, but it, it was a little, it felt like it was way overhyped, but, uh, it's okay. Like our surprise songs were, I think he knows and read, and both of them had to be on guitar because the rain from the previous night ruined her piano. So it was kind of bummer. I didn't get to hear her play piano. Well, I heard her play piano, like champagne problems and stuff, but anyways, it's fine. It was a great show. Um, top to bottom, like so much fun. I was on the floor, so I was really, really close. If you didn't see my Instagram story, I posted some pictures. Um, it was a crazy time. I swear on my life, she gave me a heart hands, like me personally, during love story. She turned around, stared right at me and threw the, threw the heart hands up. I swear it was at me. In honesty, was it maybe like just towards the crowd? I guess perhaps, but in my heart of hearts, I know it was towards me. She saw me. I was standing around a bunch of young, like, like high school age girls. So I was taller than them all. She definitely saw me. She definitely threw those hard hands up for me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but she, I mean, I was so close. I could see her. I could see the sweat on her face, on her bodysuit, all that stuff. So it was a crazy performance. 
lots of, there's some pyrotechnics. Uh, Reputation was awesome. Folklore, Evermore, and Lover were great being amongst the first people to see performed live. And uh, yeah, getting into the stadium was kind of a hassle. Bit of traffic. Getting out was even worse. It took forever to get out. I didn't get home until like 3 a.m. that night. And then I woke woke up for work the next morning. So kind of crazy, but definitely worth it. The, I spent like in total $400 on those seats, like after fees, which honestly, you know, compared to what a lot of other people are paying was a good deal. Uh, is paying 400 bucks for a concert really that good of a deal? I don't know, but it was definitely worth it to me, worth the money. And, uh, yeah, I'd lo- I wish I could go again and, uh, we'll definitely never forget uh, a lot of that concert. I took, I, I, it's, it's like one of those situations where I wish I had taken more videos and more photos when she was close, but I like, didn't want to get so, I don't like taking my phone out and taking a bunch of stuff during a show. Cause I'm, I'm so immersed in just watching it live. Like I'm that kind of person. I know a lot of people will film a lot of stuff and that's important to them. For me, it just like, doesn't matter. But then after the show, I'm like, wow, I wish I had taken more photos and videos, especially like I didn't get that moment. She like threw the hard hands up to me on, on my camera, but it's cause I was standing there live with her, you know, uh, balls toss away from me, like right there. Like, why would I have my phone up? I guess. I don't know. So, but, uh, it was great. I had a great time. Um, my French, I had a great time. It was, a uh, all, all really good fun. Um, so I think that that might have been the biggest thing other than my trip to Minnesota that's kind of gone on in the last few months, at least to me, like biggest in my like memory bank. Uh, but then, yeah, like I said, I went back to Minnesota last week. I've actually been home to Minnesota twice since my last podcast. I kind of went on a whim back at the end of March last year because I got really cheap flights. So I just went home for a weekend. It was a fun time just seeing friends and seeing family uh, just for the weekend. So not really much happened notably then I don't think but uh I went home for a a little over a week this time um this past week and uh it was a really 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 fun time uh seeing family seeing friends um enjoying really nice weather I went out on a boat like three times uh one of those being on the fourth of July we me and my friends had a really fun day out on the lake um it was like Coon Lake out in East Bethel I, I don't even know if I'd ever been on the lake maybe I had and I just don't remember but it was a big lake and it was kind of supposed to be stormy that day ended up it ended up not really raining at all but because of like the there's a lot of cloud coverage and like the potential for rain not a lot of people or not as many people went out on the lake I think is normal so it was a really really nice like almost like very chill day on the lake but we brought out a grill we made burgers and hot dogs shout out Noah for being the cook had a lot of nice drinks, just really enjoyed the day. I like got sunburnt, which I, I don't even know if I've gotten sunburned in a couple of years because usually I'm really smart about uh, putting on sunscreen and stuff. But because there was so much cloud coverage, I just really didn't even think about it. Um, but but yeah, I got a little burnt on my like arms and face. But the fourth on the lake was great. We, we shot some fireworks off later. I got to enjoy my friend's pool a little bit. We went out, of course, to Maynard's. Uh, with my family. I don't think I've ever mentioned that on the podcast. We always eat there as a family, though. It's always a good time. I, it was nice hanging out with my brother again, as always. Uh, we went to, like, the mall and uh, did some other stuff. I'm trying to think. I went to two Twins games when I was home. I mentioned that earlier. So one game I went with my brother. Another one I went with my friends the night before I went home. Um, the game with my brother was really awesome. We were first row of, like, the outfield porch. So it was really, really good seats. We were so close to catching a ball. Um, that Joey Gallo threw into the stands, but it was just too high for us. Like we were row one. Like if we'd been row three, we would have caught it easy. But it is what it. Like it was right above us, right? Um, but uh, uh, but the Twins clapped that game. Pablo Lopez, Twins pitcher, pitched a complete game shutout. So shout out to him. Really good performance. And then uh, 
The next game I went to, we lost in extras to the Orioles. So kind of sad uh, second game. But uh, what are you going to do with the Twins? You can't uh, can't expect two good things to happen in a row now, can you? Yeah, Minnesota's great. I mean, obviously, Minnesota's home to me. I think, you know, every year that goes on, it feels it feels a little different. You know, I haven't truly lived there in like almost six years now. Um, obviously I've spent summers there and, uh, you know, winter breaks, then college and stuff like that, but it's still different. You know, it's still not the same. I mean, it'll always be home for me, um, with the people, my family and the places, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's still some, I think Aaron just got home too, which is kind of funny. I don't know if he'll hear me recording. I'm recording this in the afternoon. So he, uh, must've just got home from work anyways. Yeah, that's that's kind of my recap. That's uh, all we've really got. It, not the longest episode today. I did drone on quite a while about Fenway Park and, and Ian Book baseball cards. Not baseball, football cards. But, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the rest of summer. Like I said earlier, I, I'm hoping the weather kind of starts to turn around for the better. I'm able to hit the beach up. There's less bacteria soon, hopefully. Um, what other events are coming up here soon oh this weekend i'm going on like a couple's retreat with aaron uh my uh company pays for uh a weekend for uh half the company up in the uh the white mountains of uh new hampshire so i'm going to be up at the top of mount washington this weekend uh enjoying a little fun um relaxation and uh some free food courtesy of my company so that'll be a good old grand old time uh that's that's exciting what what else have i got coming up uh uh some new movies coming out this summer oh i forgot i saw indiana the new indiana jones movie uh like two weeks ago it was when i was home in minnesota i guess it was like a week and a half ago or whatever but it was actually good i saw there's some people online saying it wasn't that good yada 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 but if you just approach it like this is just another indiana jones movie it's the classic indiana jones type uh movie then uh it was a good time i i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was a good kind of final send-off final story a couple little twists that were a little wild but you know that's how indiana jones goes or at least you know the newer <laughs> kingdom of the crystal skull was like that so but that was good but but what made me think is as there's some good movies coming out soon i really want to go see oppenheimer um i really want to go see the barbie movie there's a couple other ones what what else oh the dune part two is going to come out this fall i'm excited for that so some movies coming out what else is happening I don't know. I've been thinking, I keep telling this to people. I don't know if it's going to, I think the more I speak it into existence, the more likely it's going to happen. That's why I bring it up is I want to go home again to Minnesota and go to the state fair. Cause I haven't been to the state fair since high school. I really want to go. I really want some of those cookies again. I really want stuff on sticks. I really want to, to see some butter and cows and haunted houses and everything else that comes with, uh, the great Minnesota get together. So hopefully I'll be back in like September. I don't know. What else is going on? I don't know. The summer. It's the summer. It's the dog days of summer. So I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone else as well. I'm doing, I'm doing amazing. If anything, me not having a show is a testament to me being amazing. Uh, me doing very well is, uh, I think, uh, the first, uh, part of my show was pretty therapeutic. I was kind of lonely out living in Natick and, uh, needed something to kind of get me through week to week, something exciting. And, um, I just don't need that as much anymore. I'm doing, doing a lot of stuff, going to a lot of Red Sox games, uh, spending my free time, uh, doing stuff other than making a podcast. So, um, just, uh, been doing really well. 
But uh, I ho- like I said, I hope everyone else is doing well. If you've made it this far in the show, shout out. You're a true, true fan, true listener. And I do really appreciate you taking the time to listen to to me ramble on about uh, stuff that's been going on in my life. So I hope uh, you have a wonderful summer. If I don't have another show for a little while, I hope you keep it real, uh, you keep it fun, and you keep it real fun. I don't know why I said that. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, now we're at the point where I just don't know when to stop talking. So I think that's probably where we call it today. I didn't reach an hour, which is a little sad. I wanted to cross that hour mark. I'm usually able to, but, uh, not today. That's fine. Next time, stay, stay tuned. Next time, hopefully it won't be a recap. Next time will be a thoroughly planned out show where I discuss a topic in my life. I still, I've said this like 50 times. I still want to do a band episode because I think it'd be really nice if everyone could actually like hear my actual experience in band and like what it's like, you know, cause I did, I didn't just do like, Oh, I sat in band in high school. It was like, I did a couple, I did a couple groups. So, you know, that's something I, I definitely want to make a show on. I definitely, uh, uh, I don't know. I would don't, I can't spoil too much, but anyways, thanks everyone. Hope you're all staying blessed. Hope, uh, everyone is well. And once again, if you are still listening, I love you so much. And, uh, Take care. All right. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.